Hey guys, Matt here. If you're like me, you have a wicked busy life. I talk about it a lot on the podcast, but let me reiterate anyway, right? Uh, you know, I work nine and a half, ten hours a day. Then I still got to do other things when I get out of work. I got to, you know, go to the gym, go to the grocery store, come home, uh, make some dinner, take a shower, scrub the toilets, fuck my wife, do some laundry. I got a lot of things to do when I get home. And what that leaves me is not a lot of time to do things I want to do, except, you know, my wife, because that's Well, you know. Anyway, uh, what I'm talking about here is Audible.com because Audible.com gives me time to get in something I love while I'm doing all those other things I have to do because it's books in my ear being read to me like story time when I was a kid and it's amazing because I love to read and usually I'm too tired to read at the end of the day. I get two, three pages in and I fall asleep. That's where Audible comes in. I discovered it two or three years ago and I've loved it ever since. They have thousands of titles, all the books you want to read, and some you didn't even know you wanted to read, but you're going to love to read, and I can recommend you some even. I can give you a place to get started. I've read, er, read, I've listened to Tough Shit by Kevin Smith, read by Kevin Smith, it's awesome. The Exorcist by William Peter Blatty, read by William Peter Blatty, and that dude has a wicked, creepy voice, goes so well with the story. I love that one. I've actually listened to it twice now. Uh, How about Seven Deadly Sins or A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to Heaven by Corey Taylor, frontman of Stone Sour and Slipknot. Great books. Uh, Every Day is an Atheist Holiday and God No by Penn Jillette. Penn is my hero and I loved listening to those books. So good. Read by Penn himself. And then one of my other favorite ones may have become my favorite book in the entire world. Can't recommend it enough to anybody that can stomach it. American Psycho by Brett Easton Ellis. I could tell you so many more, but why do I have to tell you books that you might want to listen to? Go discover your own. And the way you can do that, go to audibletrial.com slash atomicgeekdom. That way you can get a free 30-day trial of audible.com, get one free audiobook download, and help us keep our silly shit free for you. Because what this does is it helps Atomic Geekdom, who are goodly enough to let us put our stupid little show on their website, but that costs money, and Audible offsets that cost so that we can keep bringing you the show that you maybe kind of sort of enjoy after you listen to all the good podcasts. So audibletrial.com slash atomicgeekdom and get your free 30-day trial and free audiobook download. Go there now and enjoy the rest of this show. Hi, this is Billy West. Or Skimsy J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. I craves not these things. Shut up. I don't say You were thinking. It's annoying. For tomorrow night. What, then? 
What are we going to do tomorrow night? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. All right, sweet. Hey, welcome to Two Broke Geeks. I'm Matt. Justin is off in the world. He's actually out in Los Angeles uh, right now, uh, strolling down Hollywood Boulevard and shit like that, uh, enjoying himself, working on his movie. So I have to bring in two guests to replace him. In fact, they're part of the Atomic Geekdom family, just like Two Broke Geeks are. They are from the Just Two Pals podcast. First up, we have Randy. What's going on? And then we also have Johnny, aka Darth Fart. That's me. Hi. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it um it takes two whole people to make up for one Justin. That's real. That's real yeah. sweet. It's a real well, testament gives, to him, though. Yeah, it just gives me extra people to sexually harass. That's so. true. It also shows just how easily replaceable he is. So yeah, yeah. Drop of the dime. There was pl- people were waiting in line trying to get in. I know. <laughs> the, the, the truth is, I. I think I've filled all six weeks he's gone pretty much no problem. <laughs> so, wow. No big deal. Yeah. Damn, Justin. Uh-oh. Not a big deal at all. And, uh, well, if you listen to our last episode, I don't know. It was pretty we, – we walked around playing – I have a portable recorder, and we walked around actually physically playing Pokemon yeah. Go. Oh. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> so it was a little bit of the uh, crazy, not very interesting variety. So, um, <laughs> oh, I thought it was cool. Okay, good. Uh, so I didn't come armed with like a whole hell of a lot to talk about. I figured we could just uh, talk about any kind of news that came up this week, which uh, since it's almost Comic-Con, wasn't really a whole hell of a lot, but uh, Some cool I don't know stuff, if you guys guess, also, yeah. yeah. Um, so, oh, anyway, I guess uh, either of you guys going out to see Ghostbusters this weekend? I did actually go and see it today. I saw it all. I saw it already. Yeah, you did. Mm. Oh, you did. Yeah, sweet. Rand, and Randy doesn't want me talking about it yet because he wants to save. Oh, he wants to save all <laughs> that for our show. No. Is what he said. No, 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 no. You oh, can no, talk no, about it. I don't want. It. I don't want you to just talk no, about I don't want to dis- I, I don't want to discuss it because I'm going to see it tomorrow, which is Sunday. Right. Uh, I was going to actually see it last night, but the the wife wanted to see it too, and she couldn't make it, so I was like, "Well, we'll go on Sunday." Mm-hmm. And so, um, just all I want is like a, like a common problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, just a, a, a basic reaction, I guess. Um, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of what I've been. <laughs> that seems to be like the. Gen- Although, I mean, a few people I trust have said, uh, you know, it, I enjoyed it. It's, it's good. I laughed a few times. You know. So it's like, yeah, that's that is. I do know people who were definitely like, oh, I went and saw it, and I don't understand how the marketing for this movie was so bad, because as bad as those trailers were, this movie was nowhere near that bad. It so. definitely, the trailers did not reflect the movie accurately, and that's pretty common for Paul Feig. Um, yeah. That's- what I told Randy so far, and I won't say anything more than this, is it, um, it was fine, uh, but Paul Feig doesn't understand Ghostbusters. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that I feel like that's going to end up being the underlying problem. I had a, another friend see it last night, um, and he messaged me and, and just said, like, I asked him. The only thing I asked him was, so is like the is it a lot of the over the top humor 
like do they kind of depend on that cheap kind of jokes or, or is it a lot of like kind of subtle dialogue stuff and he was like eh you know i mean it wasn't that bad <laughs> so it seemed like he yeah. really couldn't give me a straight answer so that leads I, me to believe yeah. it's going to be very slapsticky i guess yeah i don't know I have a, personally like i have a lot of issues with i guess comedy the genre like don't watch like a ton of comedy mm-hmm. and when i do when i do it tends to be like older comedy because like if right. i watch and i i've always tried to like explain it to people but i'm like I, there's a difference like if oh, i watch I totally a modern if i watch a modern comedy film i'm like something about this is really stu- not old comedies aren't stupid but the new ones are stupid in like a different way. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a huge Mel Brooks fan, so I I totally know what you're getting at. Like, there's mm-hmm. comedies are just not made the same same way anymore, um, which what is what I felt like my biggest fear going into this is because I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan too. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm worried. It's definitely hard to replicate something that was successful so long ago. I mean, The yeah. Force Awakens wound up doing a pretty good job of it, but even that, you could definitely feel like, oh, this this is Star Wars for this time, um, even though it was yeah. even though it was fairly faithful. Uh, the thing with the Force, I haven't seen The Force Awakens on home media yet, mm-hmm. but I saw it a couple times in the theater, and just. Reflecting back on those times, like I said, I need to see it again. It's, I can't believe I haven't seen it on home media yet. The more I thought about it afterwards, the more I was like, oh, yeah, people really liked that movie because we liked A New Hope. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's very much the same movie. They didn't really take and, any chances with the film. Yeah. Yeah, no one went in or no one left there saying they ruined Star Wars for me. They just basically stayed the course. I feel like that's the perfect way to reintroduce Star Wars now. I feel like, yeah, like, it's the only way. A lot, to a lot do of people knocked them for it. They were like, "Hey, you know, you didn't try anything new. Where's your, you know, where are your balls, J.J. Abrams?" Yeah. But like that was the smart thing to do. And now moving forward, the you know the solo stories and then eight and nine can. That, you know, they have a little bit more freedom because it's not all riding on those movies. Yeah. Now we well, trust Rogue you. One. Yeah. Yeah. Rogue One looks great. <laughs> yeah, it looks yeah, super. Trailers sweet. look super awesome, man. Yeah, I haven't seen that most recent. There's a new one that came out, right? Am I crazy? I footage There was footage. There was some stuff that came out. They did some Star Wars panel. Um, okay. And a, a lot of new information was announced. Um, and uh, and I told Randy this, and I if if you have if no one's heard yet, there was a huge spoiler that dropped during that thing, and it was it was supposed oh, no. to be a spoiler, um, but Shit. it was one of the actors in the movies that said it, and I'm not gonna say it, I, and I won't even say who okay. said it, just yeah. that during the video he said it, and then everyone else in the panel you could just see their heads drop and shaking their heads, going ah, why did you do that? Oh, um, damn. Totally dropped the ball. Yeah, yeah. So it was a mistake oh, on man. this person's part. Um, oh, crap. But, uh, but oh. yeah. What, watch the I'm sort of glad I missed it. Yeah, me but, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but now I, now I have to hide from the internet for, what, six months? Yeah. So. Yeah, me too. Wow. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. I mean, it doesn't bother me. I don't mind, I don't mind the spoilers for, for, uh, for Star Wars, but... I, you know, I don't know if I do either. I just I think the only reason I'm interested so much in trying to stay spoiler free for Rogue One is because it's so different. Maybe 
uh, it's really like a story that is very different compared to all the Star Wars stories that have come out so far. Yeah. It's, I mean, it has to be a Donner's film. Yeah, it's very in a wolf film. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. That new poster, too, was freaking fantastic. Yeah. The one with the Death Star? Yeah, that was really cool. Really, really cool. And I love I, uh, I love the whole, um, you know, alliance and rebel and, and like you said, the military aspect um, mm-hmm. of, of the Star Wars, the first Star Wars stuff. So I, I, I like that we're going to focus on that for a little while. I think that's great. Yeah, yeah, totally. So anyway, uh, wait, was that, oh, yes, so anyway, uh, Comic Con. That's what I was trying to say. Hey, Comic Con. Comic Con. Whoa. Comic Con. I blanked. I got only like three hours of sleep last night. Uh oh. <laughs> so oh. I'm, yeah, I'm running on crazy right now. Um. Yeah. No. Comic Con is coming up. Uh, what do you hope for coming out of Comic Con? Like, because I mean, there's the big WB panel is like the biggest one, and mm-hmm. I know at least Johnny, Randy. I haven't. Asked you, or I haven't heard you say, or which side you fall on more, Marvel or DC? Um, well, I guess it depends on what we're talking about. As far as comics go, I've always kind of been more partial to DC, um, no. but definitely as far as the movies, Marvel is is where it's at. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm obviously pretty much on board with whatever one has said. It's very mm-hmm. disappointing. Um, everything I've seen from DC. Whereas everything from Marvel has never really let me down thus far. Um, but I'm definitely a bigger DC Comics fan. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Then if at DC, or if at DC's panel, then, like, they pulled out, like, some footage from Justice League, would that help you? Or would it depend, would you be, like, skeptical of that footage right off the bat? Or what if it came out, like, really strong, and they were like, this is what we want to present to you, this is what we have done, and right. we're really proud of it? I'd, I'd like to see them, to, at this point, I think I, I need to be impressed. Or at least I want to be impressed yeah. again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, to be honest, as far as the, the, the whole DCEU stuff goes... I'm uh I'm not as crazy with with knowing stuff because I definitely want to be excited because I'm not mm-hmm. right now, and yeah. I prefer to be. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm way excited for at least the next two films. I'm way excited for Suicide Squad, and I'm way excited for Wonder Woman. Yeah. 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 I mean, I definitely want to see a more fun DC movie. So Suicide Squad mm-hmm. is obviously, you know, I'm gonna go in there and not try to be super negative for sure. Um, and for, if, if wonder woman is like what we saw before, I, I wonder woman was like one of the only good parts of BVS yeah. to me. So, well, the only thing that like gave me a lot of hope for Wonder woman is, uh, like, number one, they had that big cast photo where like everyone was just smiling and looked like they were enjoying themselves. Mm-hmm. And then there's that, uh, there's that gif that's going around. I don't know if anybody's seen it, but it's like Gal Gadot kind of like, spinning and dancing in the Wonder Woman outfit and oh, gives you yeah. like a tingly feeling in your pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was yeah. pretty cool actually. I mean I don't know I don't know what the context is, but I thought when she was doing that it was like in, a Linda Carter yeah. thing. Right. I'm sure it's not in the film, but like isn't it kind of just heartening to see like the star of the Wonder Woman movie having that good of a time? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And not take themselves She's, so seriously and Yeah, yeah. like Sad, no, not like sad flack, you know. <laughs> you know when I when I think about it, I can't think of any like 
stills from the set um, of BVS where anyone was smiling. In this, it's always yeah. like, with yeah, this Batman, you just really murdered pissed. 30 people, all right, <laughs> and you're upset about it. Go. Well, the other thing, Suicide Squad, everybody that has been on the press for Suicide Squad just seems like they're having a good time. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's what I want from my movie. Like, even if it's, okay, like, even if it was BDS, and even if it was, like, a somber film, if the people involved could go, okay, we get this is a serious film, but it's serious for a reason, and we're still having a good time making it, and we believe in this, right. I might be able to get behind it a little bit more, because it's not like I want... I'm kind of an outspoken critic of Marvel. Not like a critic, because I've liked more Marvel films than I have. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's like Marvel has a very distinct tone. Mm-hmm. It's very popcorn fluffy. It's very jokey. And they've had some serious movies, but overall, they're like a lighter toned studio. And so yeah. sometimes they've suffered for it too. Like, like with age of Ultron, yeah. we always talk about how there's some moments in there that just did need to be serious. And they yeah. always got ruined by some unnecessary yeah. levity. Um, where civil war balanced, balanced that really well. So, uh, yeah, yeah sometimes well, it's, it's in a, a bad way. I don't mind. So like, I guess I don't mind if DC is darker, like I, suicide squad. I don't see being like, a light film is it gonna do i think it's gonna be a fun film yeah do i think it's gonna have moments of levity in it well yeah we've seen that in the trailers mm-hmm. but do i think it's gonna be like a fun kid-friendly film no not yeah, really. i definitely think we're gonna see some some killing i so, think i mean i think one thing that marvel has done pretty well and and especially lately it seems like they're doing this is that they don't really I feel like they don't necessarily have a tone for their movies. I feel like the tone is based on the character. So, like, if you look at the Captain America movies, those are probably the most serious. Um, Winter Soldier, especially. Um, Oh, Winter Soldier so much. Me too, man. It's definitely in my top three. Um, Yeah. but, But they... Sometimes they struggle, like Randy said, Age of Ultron. They just they made yeah. everyone a comedian in that movie. Yeah, well, and that was actually oh boy, and I'm gonna catch some flat. I don't know if I've said this like out loud yet, but it's something I've thought. Uh oh. Yeah, this was one of my problems with Civil War. That main giant airport battle scene between all the heroes. Mm-hmm. Right. I didn't feel like it was serious enough. Like. That's supposed to be the crux of your movie. This is supposed to be the, like, we hate that we're doing this. And that scene was like, boy, we're having a fuckload of fun. Yeah, well, I think they hinged that on the final fight. Yeah. It's just the three of them. Yeah, I know. Whereas I that know, fight, they were but, still kind of like, hey, we're just on opposite sides. We don't really yeah, want to hurt so. each other, but I want to stop you. They, but there, there definitely was a lot of comedy from everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it was... Um, that that was the point in the movie where everyone was supposed to be having the best time. Um, and I, totally, yeah. I mean, if it were me, right, and I was making this movie, I wouldn't want the climactic, not the climactic, but the gigantic 17-minute-long fight scene in a movie to be dark and depressing and sad. I, I would want it to be exactly what it wound up being, um, which was, like, they're not trying to kill each other. 
Whereas the very last fight, that was Iron Man trying to, I mean, straight up kill Bucky. No, I guess I'm not saying that I like, wanted them to be like right at each other in throat, like yeah. kill each other, but it just felt like the it still was all weighty. They still wanted to stop each other, and they I just I feel I like know, maybe like, the stakes were kind of taken for granted in the fight. Yeah, maybe. that's kind of what I felt like because I still because obviously the main rift was supposed to be between Cap and, and Tony, and that was supposed to be the most serious one. Yeah, but like. I mean, even Natasha and uh, Cliff were fighting on different sides, and they had that scene where it's like, are we still going to be friends after this? And, you know, that depends on how hard you hit me. But I feel like it was deeper. Like, they both really believed in each other's sides. It wasn't – to me, it just wasn't like one of those things where it should be like, oh, it depends on how hard you hit me. It should have been – I just felt like it's not as emotional as that final one, but I felt like there was still more at stake because these were friends who were obviously on a on an opposite side of a very important issue. Yeah, I, I can definitely understand where you're coming from. I, I, I think I just see it a little bit differently where yeah. I think the characters, I would say almost every character in that scene, save for two maybe, um, yeah. knew that this wasn't like a life or death thing, knew that it's okay to have a difference of opinion on it, but they're, but you know, you got one side unwilling to budge and another, and another side unwilling to budge. That doesn't make them bad people and it doesn't make you dislike them. Um, And I mean, it did have some of my favorite moments in the movie because Spider-Man was there and Spider-Man is my second favorite superhero. (laughs) Yeah. Well then you were, you were definitely treated in that movie because Tom Holland killed it as Spider-Man. Oh yeah. Yeah, he did. So what do you think? Is he your favorite Spider-Man then? Uh, Being a big Spider-Man fan? Hard to say. Yeah. Um, only because I've only seen him for 17 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, the same thing. I, I would say he's on a really good track. Yeah. Um, I... I really enjoy those first three Spider-Man movies for what they are. Uh, you know, minus number three so much, but let's say one and two. Um, but they are dated now. Very. Uh, yeah. And, and I, I liked Amazing Spider-Man too. I won't lie to you. Yeah, I the first the Amazing Spider-Man was pretty good. And the the thing with the second Amazing Spider-Man is Andrew Garfield was really good as Spider-Man in that movie, and a total dick as Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But he was. I, I always thought the same thing. I liked him way better as Spider-Man. Like, he was really good as Spider-Man. That was, like, when he saves the little kid from the bullies and, like, is, like, checking out his science project. Yeah. I was like, this is great. Like, yeah, this is awesome. Spider-Man-y. I love this I, so much. I agree, and it's funny because I, I feel the exact opposite with Tobey Maguire. Because I really like yeah. Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker, but his Spider-Man leaves me wanting. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Agreed. So, and the, the thing about Tom Holland so far is he was really good as Peter Parker. Like, he was, you know, in the short scene we saw him, mm-hmm. and he was freaking great. I think he will be the best Spider-Man. My only problem with him in that movie, and boy, I hope it's something that they fix in Homecoming, is I thought he looked like a gooey CGI mess the entire time he was on screen. <laughs> yeah, especially compared to everybody else. Like, everybody else has such, like, a technical and just really advanced aesthetic, and he did look like the one guy wearing a, a unitard. Um, and I don't know if maybe that was the joke, but hopefully uh, after little... Tony takes, you know, takes him under his wing, hopefully he, his suit's a little more technical, maybe. Well, it is a little bit... 
I've been seeing a lot of set photos on Instagram from that movie. Mm-hmm. And it is the same suit. And I think what it is is partially, I mean, CGI. Like, his whole face is CGI because they decided to go with the comic book, like, his face moves right. thing. Like, right. his eyes his eyes and mouth move kind of deal. Or jaw. Well, it worked for Deadpool, right? Yep. Yeah, That's where but... the eyes go. Yeah, I think it was more subtle on Deadpool, though. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 And I think the other problem is the the Tom Holland Spider-Man costume is flat. Like, compared to the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man costume and the two amazing Spider-Man costumes, Mm -hmm. it's textureless. So it it looks kind of flat and cartoony on the screen. Right. Just because, it, I mean, the webbing isn't raised. It doesn't have, like, any kind of pattern going on. on Which the, it got a lot of praise because it was more like the comic books. But does that really necessarily translate to film, though? Yeah. Like I you mean, said, it looks a little If they had boring. raised the webbing, it probably would have yeah. looked better. I also wonder if it's because it was so bright. Because it was a real bright red and a bright blue. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it stood out amongst all the other characters in the yeah. movie. So that might have so. been maybe to maybe to its detriment. Maybe. I don't know. It was just it was weird to me and I had gotten into an art of argument. It wasn't anything serious at all, but I did have a, a online argument with a, <laughs> another guy Uh-oh. about uh You're typing no, very we, seriously. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't serious on my end or his end. It was, I think, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 had the best Spider-Man costume, and he thinks the uh, Civil War Spider-Man costume was the best one. So That sounds like a real fight. Oh, yeah, it was a uh, knockdown, drag-out, bloody yeah. brawl. I mean, I almost got on a plane and flew all the way to him just so I could kick his ass. <laughs> well, he's wrong, and you're right, so you exactly. definitely understand. Yeah, That's you how should use violence to prove your point. That's... <laughs> Haven't you figured it out? That's the lesson of superheroes. Everything in the world can be solved by punching. That's it. That That's is okay. true. That is true. Look at that airport battle. I know. It's just, <laughs> hey, no, we they, can all at, still be friends afterwards. That's right. No look, big deal. Look at the last hour of Man of Steel. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we all know we can be friends again as long as our moms have the same name. That's right. It's true. It's true. Oh, that will all right. be good. It'll be okay. I hate to say it, but like my copy of the Ultimate Edition is coming on Tuesday. Man, I'm gonna buy it, man. When it comes out on Blu-ray, I'm definitely gonna buy it. There to are watch only, it. yeah, there are only two Batman movies I don't own. I don't own Forever or Batman Robin. So. <laughs> You, you don't know forever shouldn't. at least? Oh, come on. Forever kind of um, deserves to be on the show. Uh, I don't know. I kind of want it, but at the same time, like, never, like uh, I have a real... Forever is one of those movies that, like, I look at it and I'm like, everything in this movie is a wasted opportunity. It's a joke. Yeah. yeah I'm not joke. saying it's a good movie. I think it deserves to be no. on the shelf because um, it it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's it the iconic, only time too. we get Riddler. Yeah, and it's yeah. the only time Val Kilmer plays Batman. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that kind of stuff is kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, it is. Like, uh, if you're gonna like, have the other movies, you should definitely have yeah, I know. them all together. I guess I know. And it, weird thing is, I think like, well, you've changed my mind. I've got to buy Forever because I own Returns, <laughs> and I like Forever better than Returns. Yeah, I can. See I that. did too. I just, I, do. I just talked like, I about do, this with a friend. Just thinking about it, I really do. Returns is a bad movie. Like, it's gross. Oh, it's bad. It's gr- yeah, it's gross. Yeah. It makes me uncomfortable. 
Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't, of all the I'm, unbelievability in these movies, yeah. and, and there's a lot, right? Two-Face and Joker and all that stuff, like, it's just yeah, yeah. not real. Penguin running for mayor is the most ridiculous concept right? in a Batman movie. And it's not because... Sexually harassing everybody. Yeah, it's not yeah. because he's Penguin. It's because he's that gross, disgusting <laughs> Penguin. Like, the real Penguin from the comics could run for mayor, for sure. Wait, wait, stop. Donald Trump is running for president. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is it. <laughs> you know, I guess we'd rather have Oswald Cobblepot. Hold right. up. Oswald, if, if Donald Trump can try to be president, you know, with his, his Oompa Loompa tan and his cotton candy <laughs> sure, made of piss yeah. hair. Mm-hmm. Right. You raise a fair point. And find <laughs> Oswald Cobblepot you know, can definitely be mayor yeah. of the worst city in the United if, States. If, that's, if, if Donald Trump can run for president, then Lex yeah. Luthor from Batman v Superman can run for president. Oh my God, Lex oh, Luthor from Batman yeah. v Superman. He will be president probably too. Well, that's the Brandy and I debate about this because – he doesn't think that's the real Lex Luthor, and I say until they yeah, actually yeah. show it, until they actually tell us in the movies, you know, that's Lex Luthor. I feel like. But um, that that Lex Luthor, they have screwed him so much in that movie that there's no way they can do that storyline where he becomes president at all. No, no, Because this, no, no. this character, and, and, if, and, and they're trying to set these um, characters in, in a world of realism, or at least as real as they can get with the, you know, Kryptonian mm-hmm. Character. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Don't find my right. You know. So he's done. Like that's it. He can. Oh yeah, he's done. Bad guy in the shadows now, but he's not going to go back to running his company and all that stuff. Um, and yeah, that's one of the things with uh, Superman. Con- like Superman's fine to me, not like my favorite. But it's like Lex Luthor is a pro- well proven. You know, he's doesn't get convicted because he's rich and has good lawyers and all that right. shit. But everybody knows that he's not a good guy, and yet somehow he's just like, oh, you know what? I'm out of jail now. I can run my company. Do Do you not have a board of trustees? Do you not have like somebody who tried anything? to like you while you were gone or anything? Do you not have a seat? Like it's like you're and yeah, at you're this the point, but in, in the real business world. You'd be gone. Yeah, right. like, and at this point, as many times as you've been to prison, you have to owe somebody <laughs> who you are the bitch of in prison oh, yeah. some money. Like, there's some sort of, you know, rear boss well, that you have. With, yeah, I mean, would Lex Luthor be the bitch in prison, or would he be like King? That King? Lex well, Luthor, yeah, Alexander Luthor Jr. Okay, okay, so well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Eisenberg sure. would be somebody's bitch. In yeah, prison. for sure. Yeah. He'd have a big guy named Francis walking up and going, "Bohica, baby, bend over, oh, here it comes again." <laughs> and they could be prison married, so he could owe him like yep. half the company. Oh, that's true. And prison marriage. Oh, All that makes me think of is that like really uncomfortable scene where he forces the guy to eat the Jolly Rancher. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that was really freaking weird. I feel like I feel like Zack Snyder when filming that scene is like, man, he sure does look like the boss. He sure does look like he's in charge, and Suck he can make anybody do do what he yeah. wants. Yeah, everyone's watching it going, oh weird do they know that this is weird do they know that everybody's very uncomfortable oh my god it would have been better if it was like a big stick then then it would have made sense eat my beef stick no wait uh, he's got to get the Lex Luthor 
eat it. Eat my beef stick. <laughs> so you got to stutter a little bit in there because you're Jesse Eisenberg. So oh, yeah. Kind of a slight, you know, uncomfortable stutter. It's cherry. <laughs> Chew it up real good and, and now swallow it. <sighs> so weird. Oh. So freaking weird. Inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, ah, uh, man, that movie. <laughs> but, yeah, in a few weeks, Inside Squad will come out and it's tracking to be good. So hopefully it will redeem the DCEU moving forward. And, I, I mean, we have to do more than just have one one decent movie. I will, well, I guess not redeem it, but maybe start to change the conversation. Well, so I think the biggest problem right now is that, is that, um, like just because Suicide Squad is good doesn't mean the rest of the DC movies are going to be good. This is True. David Ayer. Yeah. It's not Zack Snyder. Um, and they're doing, they're creating this movie to exist in a pocket of the DC universe that the main movies aren't going to touch, right? Like Flash like, doesn't yeah, yeah. do anything yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. It's like the Deadpool of, um, the DC movies. So just because this is good doesn't make the other movies yeah. feature good. It's Which, just, I mean, yeah. Side Squad sequel could be good. Yeah, luckily, and luckily looking at like the filmmakers moving forward though, like Patty Jenkins doing Wonder Woman should be pretty good. She's a great uh, choice too. Especially, uh, especially given the people that wrote it, like Jeff Johns had a hand in it and stuff like that. So, um, and then they've got that other guy that I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his name, but the director of Dope, which uh, got like a Fuma, lot of... Fuma, Fuma Kamiya. Yeah, that guy. Shish who, <laughs> yeah, that guy. Wow. Who, uh, his film got like a lot of like praise. I know it's like an indie film, yeah, but definitely. like, mm-hmm. you know, so that's, I mean, Zack Snyder definitely doesn't have his, his fingers in all the pie. Like... Which is, He's just know, got it in Justice League. Yeah, right? they shouldn't have given him so much control for Man of Steel, and then they definitely should have revoked a lot of that control for BVS. But now they're finally doing yeah. it. They learned their lesson. I mean, I guess I mean, that's uh, kind of D- uh, DC. That's kind of Warner Brothers' deal as like a company, though. They're really into letting their directors just kind of do what they want. Which I guess which is I kinda, good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, which I kind of like. It's good for like the yeah. for like the the, the they just movies made that aren't as expansive yeah, as DC. They, they, yeah, the is they just banked on a bad dude. You yeah. can't really do that with with those, no. with a gigantic franchise like no. like DC. Now now Harry Potter you can because that's yeah. one single storyline that exists yeah. you know within one uh, one one singular. Uh, yeah. Group of characters and stuff, but the but the entire franchise of DC is going to be multiple movies, multiple characters, multiple storylines. You can't just leave it up to the director. You need someone who's going to make sure that it all flows together. I mean, that's what Kevin Feige does, and that that's now hopefully what Jeff Johns is going to do. Yeah. Well, this is something I've been thinking. Since we're in that area now, this is something I've been thinking a lot about lately. Uh, because now everybody wants to... Is the cinematic universe good for movies? Like, Like, do you think it's necessary? Yeah, does does it do any... I mean, pros and cons weighed against each other. Does it really help, or does it really, like, not help? (laughs) Yeah, I think it depends on how you do it. Obviously, Marvel tapped into the exact way to do it. And everybody mm. from now on is going to be afraid to be just like Marvel. 
Um, I, I do. I, I, I think I agree with you. I mean, I would have been totally comfortable just moving on. Like when I first found out that BVS was the ex- like being extended from Man of Steel, I was immediately mm-hmm. kind of disappointed. So, so was I. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, for that and and not. So yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. If DC just started coming out with one shot movies. Um, mm-hmm. and just try to focus on those and not have to worry about tying it into all this other stuff, then, then yeah, because yeah, we've made the point that we don't want to see every movie try to make up for the mistakes of the last one. Right. So it seems like that's yeah. what well, doing. And the weird thing about what BVS was, it was a panic reaction. Exactly. Like, when they first made Man of Steel, uh, it was from a treatment by the Nolan brothers, you know, Christopher and Jonathan, and uh, it was their idea for Superman, and they went, okay, Zack Snyder, you direct it because we don't want to. We want to go do other projects. But this is a Superman universe where Superman is the first and only superhero in the Superman universe. And uh, move forward in that area. And Zack Snyder said, okay. And he even said as much until... Man of Steel, quote-unquote, underperformed at $800 million, which is ridiculous to me. That movies underperform now if they make $800 million. Well, so so my argument for that, and I get what you're saying, because $800 million is a lot of money for any movie to make. Um, But $800 million for a Superman movie... And and the kind yeah. of Superman movie people had been wanting to see for years, where where we have we have the um, technology to make him yeah. look excellent in a fight. Eight hundred million dollars yeah. is short compared to what it could have been. Yeah, I know, you know what I mean. It's the my, my argument for that is like yes, Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises cost a billion dollars, but but Batman Begins didn't. I mean, Batman Begins reintroduced people to Batman, and it proved itself. And it proved itself, you know, and it made whatever it made. I can't remember the box office off the top of my head. And it went, okay, this is, it, you know, especially after Batman and Robin had been so terrible. The, to me, the goal of Man of Steel wasn't make a billion dollars and be super successful. It was, okay, get people used to, because the only Superman people remembered was Christopher Reeve. You know, flying around, mm-hmm. not punching anybody, turning time backwards, well, and, and then we, everyone, throwing everyone that. Everyone was disappointed in that Brandon Routh, so I think that was the last well, yeah, that, taste we had. Yeah, and so everybody had like this, oh yeah, that too. So it was like, okay, Man of Steel, get people used to this Superman, mm-hmm. reintroduce Superman to the world, then your next movie can make a billion dollars, because people can, but they went, oh no, people don't like it, it's got so-so reviews, uh, and it, it didn't make a billion dollars. Let's put Batman in it, you know? <laughs> yeah, and don't change anything that every all the fans hated because right, you didn't get us excited about Superman again. You made us say, like, oh, shit, I hope they move on from this, and, well, and they didn't. Very, <laughs> at the very, very end of the movie, there were two times in Man of Steel. Okay, I love Man of Steel. Like, I'm not going to say I don't love Man of Steel, but in terms of... The overall portrayals, it was Superman Begins. He wasn't Superman in that movie. He put on his costume and had his first big battle in a span of a day and a half. Mm-hmm. So, well, I get like I get, my my point is like two times in that movie, like when he first learns he can fly, you see 
a, a glimpse of Superman you want to see. He's flying around, having a hell of a good time. Yeah, when smiling. he's doing those hops, like classic yeah, Superman, he's, that, he's that's just, like, pretty cool. He yeah. loves it. Then everything goes to shit. Then uh, at the very end of the movie, he's regular Superman. Like, he flies in to talk to the, the general there, and he's like... Well, he destroys a piece of government equipment <laughs> to get yeah, attention. But, <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't... Well, only... I That I kind of am okay with, because they were, like, kind of spying on him, like, and... Yeah. You know, he's, he's like very angsty. You know, I mean, that's the whole Superman thing. Superman could grab that jet or whatever and just fly it down yeah. and say, "Hey, look, stop flying this thing around my house." I mean, he's got to destroy it to to do yeah. to give the impression. It's just like breaking the breaking the handcuffs, which that I actually thought was was cool. But that's that's him putting on it. Well, yeah, the, well, the thing with the hand, I kind of like that too. I thought he was more traditional Superman with that because yeah, he like, he knows he. Knows knows those hand- but he goes you know what this is what makes the the humans feel comfortable right. i'll let them put the handcuffs on me and take me away right like, so they'll yeah, feel they comfortable. border They're- they very yeah they borderlined good stuff about superman they just never went there and if that's and I, mean. I always like, see that argument over, there's batman v superman is a sequel to a movie we never got right and, and, and they could have fixed if, if superman would have come back and and I always hear the same argument. Well, that that was Superman, like exactly like you said. Superman begins. He's not quite Superman yet. So okay, that's fine. So in the next movie, give me Superman then and make him right. Be, that's what I mean. Yeah, what we wanted to see, but they they didn't do that. They just left him it the being same. him being so angsty in Batman v Superman wouldn't be like with the world going now we hate you. Right. Like I can understand him. He's a little bummed. Getting up, being bummed that the world hates him. If we see that fucking movie where everybody loves him, yeah. that is the greatest yeah, thing in the world. That, that admiration oh, and that respect that he gets from half the world in BVS is, is yeah. undeserved because he hasn't been Superman for long enough and he hasn't been a good Superman for long exactly. enough. That, when we talk about uh, Man of Steel and how it's like Superman Begins, like I totally get that, that that Superman Begins, but Superman is Clark Kent really and Superman second, yeah. right? Just like everyone says Batman is... Batman first, and then he's Bruce Wayne. So yeah. the whole story of Superman is that he's this just genuinely good guy, like the best person in the entire world, the best human, and he's not human. And that, yeah. for me, is what was missing in Man of Steel. Like, there's no humanity to him in that movie. There are a few bits and pieces here and there. But like, mm-hmm. but it, just like Randy said, we get little glimpses of the real Superman. But, mm-hmm. man, was he just a whiner, and uh, those those morals that I felt like he should have grown up with weren't there. Well, and I'll, I'll tack on to that. And, and I think a big problem with that is because they didn't just not get his character right. They didn't get the supporting supporting characters right. So his parents are, are not tense to me. Yeah, I mean they're they're obviously not, they're not <laughs> terrible, but they definitely don't. You can see why this Superman doesn't have those morals from the Superman that we want to see because his parents mm-hmm. don't really give that to him. They're just kind of like, hey. You don't know them shit. Like, if yeah. you want to be cool mm-hmm. and you want to save people, that's awesome. But if yeah. not, fuck them. Maybe you so, should have let that busload of kids drown. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, Matt, is this one where we can cuss? Yeah, oh, sure. Well, Jesus Christ. <laughs> fucking cuss fucking your full a, fucking man. heads off. God, Sorry, my God. Yeah. Uh, pop, pop um, and, that, and that was in the trailer, too, in the trailer for that movie. And I, and I didn't 
I, oh, I, I yeah. didn't understand the concept, right? But I waited till I saw the movie, and sure enough, straight from the trailer, he says, yeah, "Maybe you should have let him. Maybe you should not have saved him." He's yeah. like, "When am I supposed to let him die?" Well, maybe. No, Pa Kent doesn't say that. Pa Kent right. says, no, "Absolutely Kent not. You risk mm-hmm. everything to save people, no matter yeah, what." I mean, I've seen that, but at the same time, like I get it from Zack Snyder. No, no, not from Zack Snyder. <laughs> from like, if you're looking at him, like I, I get the argument that, that like everybody wants that moral, the morality and everything. But at the same time, like I get the dad being really fearful that, especially, I, I would say now, maybe like as a reflection of the times of like surveillance times and stuff like that. The idea that if he does anything even remotely unusual, someone will come in and take him away. Right. You know what I mean? I guess my biggest problem is they bank too much on the realism. And I guess that that was the whole point was to make it superheroes in the real world. And I I get it, but I guess maybe I'm just disappointed because it's so banked on it. It has to be logical. It has to make sense. Mm -hmm. It can't just be that there are these good people who are good for no reason. Um, Which, I mean, which comic books let us kind of have that flow well, sometimes. Yeah, but at the same time, god damn it, Marvel is making the best Superman movies with the Captain America movies. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Like, oh, I mean, man. come on. Captain yeah, America they, is the Superman of the Marvel Universe, and he has been for a really long time. Yeah, and my my thing is, people were like, well, nobody wants to see Superman be the big, awesome blue boy scout all the time. It's like, well... No. Um, Captain America does that every day. Captain America does it all the fucking time. Everyone loves it. People yeah. loved Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. See, Captain America, the world around him is cynical. The world around him is very cynical. Nick Fury builds the helicarriers to right. watch over the entire world to punish crimes before they happen. Mm-hmm. And Captain America says, no, that's not freedom. That's fear. Right. And so... Superman is should be the same. Like, look, there's a line. I get not wanting the Christopher Reeve Superman anymore necessarily, mm-hmm. but there is a space between Christopher Reeve and uh, Batman v Superman. Well, there's, there's a yeah, space. Space, yeah. I there, there's a, yeah. There's absolutely a space where you can have a, a a good Superman who also can participate in that giant battle scene at the end of Man of Steel. Yeah, and he can get pissed, you know, in a fight. Yeah, it's okay. fine. Yeah, yeah that's I, totally I went back and I rewatched Superman Returns after having seen Beast. Oh, why? Um, well, because I wanted to see. I wanted to see why did why did I why do I remember disliking this movie when it came out? Yeah, because boring. And, and that's exactly it. That, yeah. But that's the only problem with that movie, I think, is that yeah. it's boring. Yeah, the and characters are much, much my, more. My argument for that movie, or my argument against that movie, has always been they spent two hundred million dollars to make this movie, and Superman doesn't throw one punch, right? In yeah, fact, right. he gets his, he gets his ass kicked by by Kevin Spacey and Kumar. Well, and his big battle scene is he lifts a giant rock mm-hmm. made of made of, by the way, the only thing that can kill him in the world, yeah. thereby mm-hmm. thereby making 
Kryptonite. This was actually brought to my attention recently on another podcast, Holy Backcast. I was listening to it, and somebody brought this point up. He lifts that thing into the air. The only It's a gigantic, growing island made of the only thing that can kill him, right. but he somehow manages to have enough power to lift it all the way into space and hurl it into the sun. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's dumb. It's a ridiculous concept, yeah. but... But what I took away from that movie is that is that that Superman, that that version of Superman that Brandon Ralph played, and I really liked him in that movie. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a great Clark Kent and Superman. Uh, if they could just put him in Man of Steel, mm-hmm. the Man of Steel becomes a better movie because Superman yeah. is so much more engaging in Superman Returns than he is in Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there just wasn't yeah. enough extra padding around it. It was yeah, it was boring. It was a really boring movie. He caught the plane, he lifted the car, he spied on Lois Lane using his X-ray vision. Well, it even has it. it has a boring story. Even it's like Lex Luthor romances an elderly lady. Yeah, uh, yeah. So weird. Wants to get some crystals. Wants to build a giant island that is ugly as hell. That he thinks people want to uh, build houses on, like. The plot of the movie is boring. The story and weird. Like where were where were they going to take a sequel where Superman has a kid that he doesn't have anything to do with? Yeah, I used to hate that too. That was my other complaint: is Superman doesn't have premarital sex. He most certainly does oh. not. He marries Lois Lane, and then they have oh sex. no, did you see Superman too? <laughs> <laughs> he most definitely had premarital sex. I've, I've definitely too. moved away from that. I'm okay with he Superman. Phoned the hell out of Margot sex. Kidder for some reason. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you had one too bad, too many hits for that. I think um, <laughs> she was a Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist who couldn't spell. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So anyway, Superman returns. Super boring, but man, did yeah. I enjoy Brandon Routh as Superman. And, oh, and that, yeah, he was totally wasted on that phone. Yeah, yeah. they they yeah. can do a Superman movie uh, like that, but but throw a better storyline in and some, and some action. And that, I mean, that is a, an 80% plus rated movie, right? Mm. At that point. And I'm using Rotten Tomatoes yeah. now because I know everyone hates Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes is this weird thing. Oh, I have a, like a love, like I get Rotten Tomatoes on one hand. It's kind of like Yelp where you want to see if enough people liked it that you want to go see it. But at the same time, I feel like it does. It's very binary. Like it's like you can't go to it and go, um, Oh, well they did say some good things. It's like good, bad. Well, that's why it's a percentage and not a grade or, um, or like a, is it good or bad? Um, yeah, that's, and and people who just look at the score and then dismiss it, right? That's foolish. Look at the score and check out some of the reviews. Like that's why they have those little excerpts there where you can read kind of, the, yeah. they find what exactly they're pinpointing is the issue with the movie or what's great about the movie. And then you can read that. So I love Rotten Tomatoes because, um, because it's just, it's just a, a bunch of reviewers who are certified through Rotten Tomatoes to, to have the reviews published on there. Um, mm-hmm. And and that's it. That's all it is. And I've seen people complain and say, oh, you know, Rotten Tomatoes is so biased. Well, it's not. It can't be. Right. It just can't be because there are hundreds and hundreds of reviewers that contribute to the to the site, and all they do is compile the reviews together. Uh, yeah, they're an aggregate. Yeah, they're an yeah. aggregate. Yeah, that's it. 
So yeah. I like Rotten Tomatoes as kind of a um, kind of a basis for where critics are. And then you can also get with the fans. You know, there are fans that that write in, and it's got like critics' yeah. choice and then viewer choice, or I can't remember the term. Um, but you can yeah, see it's like, what, well, normal what the fan percentage is. It's, yeah, it's like what general audience thinks and what you know critics yeah. think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I like Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, I'm I, I'm kind of nowhere on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't use it. If somebody wants to, that's fine. I I hope people still kind of go. Well, I still want to make you know go see a movie to make up my own mind. But with movies as expensive as they are, I can kind of see them not doing that too, mm-hmm. just as well. Cause, yeah, I, you know, I've never based um, seeing a movie or not off of it for sure. Yes, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll check it out, but I've definitely never made yeah. any decisions based on it. I'll, yeah, but I, I mean, tend to disagree with uh, with critics a lot, though. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I do too. I find myself agreeing more often than not, but there are definitely times when I shake my head and go, why? This doesn't make sense. Why is this movie rated so highly and this one yeah. so low? Yeah. And it's, sometimes I feel like I'm selfish with stuff. Like, I, I, I'm like, it's a great movie because I like it. Whereas you definitely have a more fine. analytical like, <laughs> approach to Like, you're like, hey, this yeah. isn't an accessible movie. It didn't do well with this. And I can only see what I liked and didn't like. So I, I definitely am not a good, like, I wouldn't be good on Rotten Tomatoes. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'd be no. the one saying, Super Mario Brothers is fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's an exaggeration. Oh, no. That's an exaggeration, but, yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, no, that's fine. If you like Super Mario, I'm not going to judge you for liking Super Mario. Johnny, we're going to secretly judge him if you like Super Mario. I've been judging him for a long time now, buddy. Is there a way to just kick him off the call? (laughs) Just act him out of here. We just went over that with Warcraft, too, because Randy loves Warcraft. Yeah. And he thinks Warcraft is a great movie. And I think Warcraft is a great movie for Randy. But yeah, but I for Randy and and a million other Warcraft fans. But yeah. we're de- well, hey, I can't judge anybody. I watched Weekend at Bernie's last night for like the hundredth time well, in my life. Movie. Yeah, that's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> a classic. Okay, well, okay. Yeah. No well, gonna tell you we're, all gonna, we're gonna agree. We're, uh, guys, it's okay. I love Weekend at Bernie's. I acknowledge overall, it's not a good film. Right, <laughs> like right. I love it. It's not <laughs> it a good need film. To be. I, those are, no, it doesn't have to be. I think those movies are great, and I know Tom and I wind up talking about this on the Atomic Geekdom podcast. Um, yeah where we talk about there are some movies that exist just to be a fun, entertaining movie and doesn't have to be quality. Like oh, the Transformers movies. They're not good movies by any stretch. Like the first one, maybe you can get away with saying that one's good, but the rest of yeah. them are not. But they're so much fun, and they're accessible yeah. for, a wide, for a wide audience. Yeah. Yeah, I no, feel that I way about Mel Brooks, too. Like Mel Brooks movies aren't meant to be Casablanca they're not, you know, they're definitely not always well thought out. Like literally in oh. Blazing Sandals, they run off the movie set. So it's not, yeah. <laughs> it's not like, a, a, but they're yeah. the greatest movies because of the comedy right. that's in there. So they don't have to be like cinematic masterpieces. Well, some of the most classic movies ever are, when it comes right down to it, just not good right. overall. Yeah. Like, um, and weren't real, and weren't real well received at the time. Like, uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail is like right. not the it's not even the best Monty Python movie, but oh, people sure. love it. Yeah, it's <laughs> not know? that it's bad, but it's definitely not. No. It's not like Life of Brian or something like that right. that are like 
awesome movies that not a lot of people they don't get a lot of play mm-hmm. right and the other one is like rocky horror show like nobody liked rocky horror picture show when it came out it was yeah. like pan until now 20 people... years later when we were acting <laughs> the movie out in front of the screen yeah. and throwing now people just this. fucking love it yeah. it's great it's, it's become like, such it's a the... cult classic it, like that's yeah that's what happens to a lot of these What's i happen with I... warcraft it probably <laughs> it might yeah. probably yeah. it's it's yeah. one of those movies that you can put on in the background while you're doing something else yeah you have and to so, pay attention to it and that's what um that that's that's where these movies that aren't good but are fun fit in you know mm-hmm. that's what i predict power rangers is going to be i don't yeah. think power rangers is going to be a good movie but i think it's going to be a no. super amount of fun yeah. like overall I, Lately, I do feel like that's an overused statement, but, like, if I look at a lot of my own movies, I guess there are a lot, but, like, I feel like people are forgiving a lot of crap lately just because it's fun, mm-hmm. which bothers huh. me slightly. Sounds like Warcraft fans. Let me tell you this, I am <laughs> not going to be forgiving of Ghostbusters if it's if it's a piece of shit. I'm going to definitely be critical no. of it, for sure. I think Even yeah. if it is fun, because I'm going to be the one to say... If you want to have a fun movie, that's cool. Don't bank on Ghostbusters then if you don't understand Ghostbusters. And and, and I, I feel like I shouldn't get mad yet because I haven't seen it. So yeah. I have no basis to stand on. But I'm definitely going to be critical of something like that. It's, it's going to yeah. take people being able to differentiate that movie, right? They're, they're yeah. going to have to be able to say, look, the other ones still exist. I can still go and watch the Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd versions. Right. You know, this isn't this isn't wiping them out of existence. Those You can still find them. Um, well, they're, right. they're, uh, they're obvious. They're r- just walking in there better because of how many more dicks are in the old movies. Right. Okay, so here's the part where I'm going to say that uh, I'm going to let everybody behind the curtain and go, all right, we um, we had a little uh, hiccup and <laughs> lost some stuff that was pretty good, but mm-hmm. uh, we're going to do some re-recording here. And uh, since the last time we were recording... I just wanted, since we were talking about Ghostbusters last time, I just wanted to say that I liked the new one pretty well. Like, it wasn't, like, a masterpiece or anything, but it was fine. Like, I laughed a few times. Chris Hemsworth was funny, and Kate McKinnon mm-hmm. was wonderful, and Leslie Jones was wonderful, so. Yeah, the, I definitely like those two more than Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, by um, far. And I, forgot I thought that... it would end up being the best ones. Um, yeah, no, they're not. <laughs> I totally forgot to tell you guys my favorite part, and now Matt, you've seen it um, of uh, Chris Hemsworth, which is um, it is more for you, Randy, but uh, Chris Chris Hemsworth character Kevin, I think it is. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin. Um, at one point, and this is never referenced again. It's just a throwaway gag joke where he says, um, "Hey guys, I've, I've, uh, I'm, I'm an actor, and I'm going out for a part as a doctor. So which one of these headshots makes me look more like a doctor?" And he holds up one, and he, and it's him shirtless playing the saxophone, and he says, "This, this one with me playing the saxophone, or this one with me listening to it?" And it's him holding the saxophone up to his ear. That was amazing. That made me laugh so hard. And he's so, he's so. So great it just played it straight like he has no idea how dumb he is right. oh that um, was wonderful did you that like that little bit at the end too matt when uh when he's answering the phone and he kind of gets it right but then he like still messes up the words he's like look thank you for calling the meta 
Sistopolis. Blah, blah, blah. He goes, hello, <laughs> Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, that sounds like you've got a Mephistophano <laughs> yeah. thing. I'm talking like, and then he looks at Christian Wig and he goes, I'm talking like you guys. And then he gives him a nice little <laughs> wink. <laughs> He's got a smile on his face like, I'm talking like you guys. Oh, I'm yeah. Just real smart. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. It was, it was fit. He, he had great comedic time. Like, I was... I was kind of surprised. Like I knew he had the ability from being uh, from being in the Thor movies. I knew he had the ability to be somewhat humorous, but mm-hmm. man, he was freaking funny. Yeah, he was great. He was. And then I was. Great. And then I was very pleasantly surprised that uh, Leslie Jones was not like just this kind of racist stereotype, like the uh, right. commercials made her out to be. Like she was really knowledgeable. Not like in the science way, which actually bugged my wife a lot. My wife was like, how come the one black character is an MTA worker, not a scientist? Well, you know, it's funny because we discussed before, too, Winston in the originals, he was like, he was the smart guy, uh, Mm -hmm. but he wasn't a scientist like them. You know, he joined on later, but he was the guy who was like, you know... That he he's the one who kind of brings some seriousness. He's when yeah. they're driving in the car, and he's like, you know, this might be the dead rising from the grave that we heard so much about. Like maybe this is the apocalypse. You know, we got yeah, to think about that. Yeah. yeah, I got that one, and I I said that to my wife. I was like, look, she's like the Winston character. She's like, yeah, but then make one of the other ladies the same character. Like, why is the one black character the outsider character? And I was like, you know, you're right. Like, you're not wrong. Like, Melissa McCarthy could have easily played the exact same. She wouldn't, I don't think she would have been as funny, necessarily, with the material Mm. that that character had. But that's because of her as an actor, not because of her because she's white or anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was just... But, yeah, yeah there's, it's going to take some, some me distancing myself from Ghostbusters <coughs> fandom and stuff um, to at least def- try to enjoy it. It's definitely, and this is, I was thinking about it again today, it's that thing with the difference between, like, 80s humor and 2000s humor, where right. it's definitely a very 2000s humor type movie, and I've never, like can't put my finger on it but it's different yeah, <laughs> which is a bummer not because quality sometimes the 2000s get it right like um yeah. I, I know there's a lot of gross out humor but i also think that it, that mcgruber is really witty and really clever mm. with its humor on top of being gross out and that i feel like is kind of a good mixture of some of the 80s humor and like the new age humor that yeah is just a thing now that yeah, one it's I definitely the new age is definitely more like shock value humor. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, I feel like sex jokes kind of is predominant and that just mm-hmm. that kind of grossy stuff. Whereas before it was all about dialogue and, um, and you know, kind of like the way you sell the dialogue. Ghostbusters isn't like gross out or sex humor. It's just more like that, like kind of ridiculous humor where right. they like try to sell you on a joke that, isn't exactly a joke necessarily. Like mm. <laughs> one of my favorite running gags was about Melissa McCarthy only getting one wonton in her soup. But by yeah. the third time I was like, okay, that, great. I'm done with that. <laughs> it was kind of funny the first time and now it's not funny anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so eh, there's that. That's a bummer. I'm going to see it soon. I I definitely have to go into it with a certain mindset and try not to be that guy, you know? Yeah. 
that. And uh, then I actually sort of forgot, which I didn't mean to, but uh, Star Trek is coming out this coming weekend, which I'm actually looking forward to. Yeah, I think everyone's pumped for it, man. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty excited. I know like, Johnny is. Oh, yeah, I'm real excited. I think oh, it's you're not, great. Oh, really? You're Okay, I can't. Some people don't. So. <laughs> For once, he's being serious. He is being genuine. He does. Yeah. Okay. No, I good. do really want to see it. I'm really excited for it. <laughs> good, good. Like I don't. Some people aren't. Some people like saw like whatever. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah, no, I'm super. <laughs> okay, it was your your, to- your tone confused me a little bit. I know. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind, of, kind of on purpose. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> you're good, buddy. You're good. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? <laughs> Okay, so All anyway, right. the main thing we missed was <coughs> uh, we <laughs> I do this thing on another podcast I do called the Coffee Jelly Hour where we find the most like ridiculous, most badly written fan fiction possible on the internet right. and read it. And <sighs> I I really struggled with this because I wanted to read the same one a second time. Mm-hmm. But also, I was like, well, we read through that one. It's not going to be as hilarious the second time around. And part of the reason that I was upset that we lost it was like, well, we got some genuine reaction out of yeah, that. Yeah, we were. T- so, yeah, it was hard to get through it after a little yeah, while. Yeah. <laughs> so I did go looking and I found another one that's very different from the last one, but it's it's a masterpiece. So. <laughs> I texted you guys your parts right there. Is okay. a Sonic the Hedgehog fiction? Oh no! Oh. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna let Johnny take Sonic because okay, just, yeah. you guys can switch if you like. You guys I'll I'll be tails like. for yeah, sure. Yeah, he knows how much I love Sonic. He loves okay. Sonic. I do love Sonic. Although I would make a, a much finer Sonic map. Good. I, I I like that you noticed that. Okay. Good. <laughs> and, but Johnny, it's all yours, pal. I'm about Thanks, to send man. you the link. I'm You're just dealing friend. with my. I'm just dealing I'll, with my. I'll speed. be honest. When it came up and my name was Tails, I instantly knew that Randy was Sonic, and my heart dropped a little bit. <laughs> oh, oh no! Okay, so there's the link for you guys. Here we go. And ugh, I only read like a little bit. I didn't read through the whole thing, but ah, uh, the there was another one that this author wrote that I have read through before, so I know he's just a fantastic master. He's like the next Charles Dickens. This guy. <laughs> All right, great. Like actual (sighs) quality, or is this like last time where you fooled us? You're gonna find out. That's for sure. I'm not even gonna read into it yet. Yeah, yeah, I won't look ahead. All right. So the title of this story is Sonic the Hedgehog: Colon World War II Dragon. Uh oh. Sonic is back with Tails in a crazy and exciting adventure where Sonic has to go back in time using technology for a history project. Will Sonic and Tails get an A, or will they have to die? This is, an, this is an official spinoff from the author of the super popular Sonic High School series. Oh, okay. So he's got a whole series, this guy. Yeah, look at all this. Right. Yeah. Seems like they're all Sonic-themed. This is by Dark Doom Firemaster. You must love Sonic as much as you, Johnny. Well, must be. we'll see. We'll, so, we'll see anyway... Here is the beginning, like I said, the title, Sonic the Hedgehog, World War II Dragon. Bum, bum, bum. Take it away, Tails. All right. You guys ready? Yeah. Wow! <laughs> Said Tails. We're at school. 
Tails, being the smartest, was right. Sonic and Tails, and of all the else people in their class, were in class at school, and it was history class. Okay, here is your big project, said Mr. Learning. You are all going to do a project about World War II. It is due on Monday, when the weekend is over. It is really important, and the biggest thing you will do, if you fail this project, you will have to go to a different high school. Oh. Oh. Wow. Oh. oh, no! Said everyone in the class together at the same time in a surprised and scared way, because they did not want that to happen. <laughs> oh, Mr. Learning no. was there. <laughs> Mr. Learning was their teacher. Oh, and also you have to do this project with another person, oh. said Mr. Learning to the class, his class. Sonic and... <laughs> Why is this guy so specific? <laughs> he said, using words and his mouth. <laughs> I told you guys, next Charles Right, Dickens. no, he's very descriptive. Right, let's go, let's really go. Good. <laughs> Sonic and Tails looked right at each other with the biggest eyeballs and did a... <laughs> and did a strong high five. Did you hear that? Uh, <laughs> my microphone. Yeah. Oh, there we go. We can clap. Yeah, we can clap. Do we try to do that at one time? I feel like we're, we're not going to be able to move on unless we get that at the same time. Okay. So let's so, go. Okay, Three, two, one, I'll clap. Sonic and Tails looked right at each other with the biggest eyeballs and did a strong high five. Three, two, one. <laughs> Perfect. That works. That works. I'm really upset that they looked at each other with the biggest eyeballs, but they didn't high five each other with the with the biggest hands. <laughs> right, right. Why don't they have the big white gloves? Yeah. Hands? With the big white with gloves. With the movement, <laughs> they performed the high five. Kill! <laughs> uh, <laughs> said Sonic to Tails. I will never fail this project. <laughs> oh, no. We have avoided the conflict, and our destiny is sealed. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Okay, hold on. Okay, but I want to do something that is better than everyone else. You know how I am when it comes to school. Scream, Tails. <laughs> <laughs> Scream, that guy. There was so much hubbub in the classroom. It was like being in an ocean of little oh, boys. Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what are we for? Boys. I don't know. Who <laughs> oh, is this guy's target audience? <laughs> Nambla. <laughs> okay. Ah, Otto! Shouted Sonic to Tails. Oh, sorry. Ah, Otto! <laughs> shouted Sonic to Tails in that old Sonic way. Oh, you know how he does. You know how Sonic is. <laughs> Sonic and Tails got up out the classroom and went into the hallway, and then into a different hallway, and then out of the school went and went to hallways. Tails. We got out of the school. We got over to Tails' house. <laughs> okay, here's my idea. Said Sonic was now Tails' room. Here is a time machine that I invented. We are going to use it to go back in time and stop World War II from ever happening so that we can get the best grade ever. And everyone else fails because World War II will not have happened and they will be doing projects about fake things. Idiot. 
<laughs> Tails laughed and rubbed head. <laughs> Wait. And rubbed head. Yeah. Head, am I right? <laughs> it's not specific. It does not, not specify. Head. I think this is could a be your rub- imagination. Could be rubbing his own head. Could be rubbing Everybody Sonic's head. Everybody can close their eyes for the next part. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, hopefully he's not doing that in that ocean of little boys. <laughs> yeah, hopefully that head is far away from that ocean. Ah, <laughs> oh, man! Said Sonic to Tails in a surprised way. That idea is so crazy! Wait, oh wow! Blows the towers in our class! That means she will fail! Yes! Said Sales to Tonic. Sonic! Sales to Tonic? Sales to Tonic? <laughs> Sales to Tonic! A little bit of Tonic in your life, eh, buddy? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> oh, what the hell? Hope that bitch! Said Sonic to Tails. Let's do it! Okay! Said Tails. This is how a time machine works. I have to use the control key thing here, and you have to go to the time machine and go stop World War II! I can talk to you and use the time machine on you from here, so don't worry if you mess things up, because big time... Wait... If you're messing up, mixing up big time, because I can get you out. Cool. <laughs> He's so descriptive. <laughs> Said, Said Sonic. Sonic. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, <laughs> I was on, reading Dad. a little bit of head. And it's... <laughs> but how do I stop World War II from happening? Said Sonic, making a face that was confused, <laughs> like an ostrich at a He was making a face that appeared to be confused. <laughs> making a face that was confused. Wait, it gets better. Oh, no. Like an ostrich at a new zoo looking for his food when all of the other ostriches leave to go eat, but he doesn't know where to go. <laughs> where did he get that from? <laughs> working at a zoo one day is like, wow, you know... <laughs> I think it's even better. Wait oh, no. till you read Tails' line. <laughs> the ostrich looks like a fool. Well, obviously, you gotta kill Rudolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, Rudolf the Red-Nosed Hitler. So many, so many hot topics. Rudolf the Red-Nosed Hitler is perfect. Shouted, shouted Tails. <laughs> they have no inside voices. Now, can that machine? <laughs> Whoa! The time, the time machine looked like a big gray thing with parts. <laughs> big gray thing with parts. Sonic looked surprising, but Tails pushed him into the time machine, and Tails went to go push a bunch of buttons and screens and pull on things. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Oh, what in the world? Until Sonic was trapped in a little thing, and a lot of smoke came out and lights flashed. Here we go. Shouted Tails. I am sending you before World War Two. Sonic felt like he was in a bathtub filled with yogurt. What? <laughs> and then before he knew it, he popped out of the time mas- time machine and suddenly he was in Germany. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... I think a, that's you got a line. Yeah, no, I know. You are in Germany. Oh, said... Said Tails to Sonic, with his time machine technology. <laughs> I don't know what to do! What am I doing? How do I kill Hitler? Shouted Sonic out loud to Tails. <laughs> not in his mind. Not, <laughs> not, not, not to himself. He said it out loud. I just want to know. 
But uh-oh, uh-oh, it looks like Sonic shouldn't have done that uh-oh. because right. then the Nazis came. <laughs> Nazis <laughs> spelled N-A-Z-Z-I-E-S, by the way. Oh, who's the Nazis? Well, it's okay. <coughs> the Nazis will will be fine. They don't know anything about How the How do the Nazis water. talk? They have a line. They okay. came for Sonic. I'll I'll think. Uh, 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 that blue teen is thinking about killing Hitler. <laughs> Get him and put him in jail. Oh, no. <laughs> Perfect. The Nazi. Perfect. The, the Nazi, this time spelled different again, N-A-Z-Z-Y, army people came over and grabbed Sonic on the arms. Let go of me! Let go! Charles! The Nazis are taking me away! Help! Screamed Sonic like a wild ass. (laughs) (laughs) With a capital, so I assume that means a budo. Oh, what they mean. I guess. And tried to break free out of the Nazis' grip, but even with all of his fast speed power, there were just too many Nazis, and they can't say Nazis over. Too many Nazis, and they Sonic from going anywhere. They carried Sonic through the street, into the jail, and put him into it. Can I change Sonic's voice if it's hurting my throat? (laughs) Absolutely. No, no. No, absolutely, it's no, it's funnier. If he, it's it funnier hurts. if his voice I'm making a commitment. This Go is the ahead. same commitment from last night. Dale, get me out of here! <laughs> Cried Sonic in a way that sounded so scared. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little frightened. What? How did you mess up already? Okay, I have to put you in another time zone for a while before I can bring you back to Germany. Here we go. I feel like this guy should not be wanting to kill Hitler. This new, <laughs> this new character you've come up with. Oh, we don't know anything about the Nazis. What, what do you mean? We've never even been to the war. We've never it's even like, heard of it. I, I don't even know. It's like, so, it's, like it's, it's like in the producers. I was never a member of the Nazi party. <laughs> I like you gave him the kind of pervy aspect because that's the best part of a German is the the pervy German. Yeah. Yeah. We all said jump. Yeah. How did you mess up already? Schmucks, my name is Dita. <laughs> <laughs> Said Tails with his speaker. Tails hit some buttons and it did a variety of smart things. And then I, Sonic... Good. <laughs> Tails, good thing. And this <laughs> appeared in a special in Egypt. You're in Egypt now, Sonic! I'm not! <laughs> I'm still at my house using the time machine. Yeah, but in some time, Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> that is something that a Burmese German would say. Y'all said sometimes. Oh, oh gosh. Sonic's in ancient Egypt and said, Well, I guess I can just have fun here for a while while I wait to go back to ancient Germany. Well, you're never in ancient Germany, but all right. Sonic saw a mermaid. It says. I'm reading off the page. He's, you know, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. <coughs> Let me correct you guys here. That last part is still Sonic's line. I think that was Sonic's written incorrectly. Line. It's still sorry, in the sorry. quotations. Oh, sorry. You're right. It is because of the quotations. Right. Sonic saw a mermaid and went inside. Mermaid. <laughs> That's a big mermaid. <laughs> 
where right. Sonic went in, there were so many things inside of it. There were paintings on the wall. Not like paintings in frames, but things that people drew onto the walls. And also there was a big golden chair with a guy that looked like a king sitting in it. Hey, I ain't got no <laughs> said Sonic to the king. Sonic remembered, remembered seeing him somewhere. And then he remembered where? In history class. <laughs> yeah, you're king to... Sonic was right. It was King Tut. Wait, I don't know if I enunciated that correctly. King Tunt. (laughs) King Tunt. Yes, it is. You're correct. It is Tunt. Sonic was right. It was King Tunt. (laughs) The ancient... Pharaoh. F-A-R-R-O-W. The Pharaoh. (laughs) You want to kick King Tunt? Yeah, I will. uh, Let's see. Where was I? Oh. Uh... Who are you? Said King Tunt. King Tunt had a big gold hat on and some bracelets and a neck thing. Oh, oh, I wondered that if that thing. On his, and now I know. And then he looked at Sonic really hard and realized something. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I so know who I know who you are. You are Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog. Wow, you're popular. Yeah, all right. Yes. <laughs> Even all the way back in ancient Egypt. Yeah, I knew you. <clears throat> Sonic Wink did a cool dance <laughs> and said, I bet he did a real cool dance. Yeah, I'm going to have to have you tell me what kind of dance you did, though, Johnny. Oh, uh, well, I did the June bug. Excellent. Excellent Thank choice. You. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, is it me? Go oh, ahead. you have clearance now. Yeah, you're, you're good to go. Oh yeah, granted, I can go. That's okay. No problem. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm pretty popular. Why did you hear about me? Because I'm the fastest. King Tunt pointed at a picture on the wall. It was a big picture of a dragon with spikes coming out of his head. You are one of the legendary hedgehogs who can become a dragon using your cool powers. What? A dragon? (laughs) Said Sonic to King Tunt. (laughs) Yeah, if you just... Yeah, I have to. Otherwise, it's just going to come out wrong. Right, you want to be Yeah, scared. yeah. If you just try, it should happen. <laughs> Said King Tunt, looking at Sonic weird. <laughs> weird look. You know that weird look. But maybe it is because someone in your family line of hedgehogs isn't cool enough. Oh, no. oh. Every hedgehog in the family line has to be cool or awesome or an expert for it to work. Yeah. Mm, Randy, you want to trade? I want to take a break from Sonic. I want to do some tales. <laughs> you, you, you want to switch it up. Yeah, come up All with right. yet another another voice. Go ahead. <laughs> Thanks. Wow. Well, it is not me. <laughs> said Sonic and put on a pair of sunglasses that he always kept in his back pocket. His pocket, yeah. In his pocket, of course. No, his back pocket in this story. <laughs> in this story, he conveniently always has it. All along, he's had these yeah. cool sunglasses. See, right. I am cool. Sonic smiled so big using his teeth. Ah, but not his mouth? What the fuck? (laughs) Just the teeth, though. Just his teeth. Oh, God. Uh, 
Oh no, King Tut. Uh, well, sorry, it looks like someone else in your family history is a loser, oh. so you can't be a Dude, dragon no. now. <laughs> Roast it. Said King Tunt to Sonic before calling his guards and pushing him out the door. Wow. Oh, dear. Sonic was now outside. Hey, Tails. Said Sonic to Tails. <laughs> That's a new voice. <laughs> no, it's not. Before you were Hermit. Now you're Kermit. <laughs> okay. Hey, Tails. Mm. Hey, Tails. Mm. Can you look at my family history and figure out who isn't cool enough for me to be a dragon? I never knew I would become a dragon, but I think that is how we can defeat Hitleg. (laughs) Hitleg. Hitleg, okay. Oh my. Tails typed fast. So fast. Faster than the fastest car you have ever seen or can even think of. I can think of something that's pretty damn fast, though. Nope, faster. Tails looked up Sonic's family history on the internet and used his technology and devices to scan the information and found a thing. There we go, buddy. You got that thing now. You found a thing. Well, now that I've got the thing. Um, Hey, Sonic! I think I found the answer! I am going to send you to the person now! This person is also in World War II. Make them cool. I hope it's not Hitler. <laughs> well, one would hope. <laughs> Sonic also hopes it. Everybody hopes it's not Hitler. <laughs> but it's causing their fingers. Everybody is hoping it's not Hitler. Sonic also hoped it was not Hitler, because then he would be related to him and would have to go to jail. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Sonic disappeared from Egypt in a flash of light and flew through the time and the space back to Germany in World War II. He He was now outside a house. It was sad and gray looking, and it was rainy. Okay, my family member must be in this house. Sonic went inside and looked around, but he did not find anyone. He looked in the first room, and the second room, and even the third even room. The third room? <laughs> oh, wow. I can't, believe three whole I, don't know. I can't believe he went there. He looked in all the rooms he could find. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, oh, all the ones. The yeah. second, even the third, and then he looked into all of the rooms. This is just Prowler, you know, at this point. Oh, God. What is this, a joke? I'm so pissed at this. I want to be a dragon. Said Sonic out loud to himself, but outside of his <laughs> Right, right. Still, it's an out monologue. This right. is kind of like... <laughs> definitely not just saying it to himself. Yeah, he articulated <laughs> this outside using verbiage. Right. <laughs> Young and then beautiful. he heard something. Oh, I got this one. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Hello? Is someone down there? <laughs> Said a voice coming from the floor above him. Yeah, it's me, Sonic the Hedgehog. You might have heard of me. Said Sonic, laughing and smiling because he now knows he is famous <laughs> enough to be known by King Tunt, <laughs> who is in the history books. <laughs> Oh. oh. <laughs> Said the voice, and it was a girl. Sonic does the wrong voice! 
You ruined it. <laughs> and then a and then a flap came out of the ceiling, and stairs popped out of the hole in the ceiling, and Sonic went up them. Sonic went up. Goes up to the scary attic. Right. No problem. Sonic went up there. Hey, if there's a girl's voice coming, you gotta yeah, go. No problem. Day. <laughs> Sonic went up there and saw a girl. She looked sad. Oh, oh, that poor girl. Um. Hey, I'm sorry. Hold on. Uh, hey, who are you? Said Sonic to the girl who was standing there. Was, oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> Sonic, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Look at, go ahead. This is amazing. Uh, <laughs> a, a man, Frank. <laughs> said the girl who was actually in Frank. <laughs> Oh, wow, I know who you are. I heard about you. Really? Wow! Said Anne Frank. This is going to sound crazy, but I'm related to you. I'm here to help you. You're not cool enough. Said Sonic. Why is he being such a dick? He's such a jerk to Anne Frank. She's been through a lot already. Frank, she's going through all this turmoil, trapped up in this (laughs) attic and in this... This hedgehog shows up and he's like, yo, you ain't cool, bitch. You ain't cool. She's like, Sonic, you really need to keep it down. Like, it's not cool. You're making these loud, obnoxious voices. I've been as quiet as I could possibly be, and you're drawing a lot of attention right now. It gets even worse because Sonic bounced up and down on the wooden floor. And it made creaky sounds. They were in an attic. Really? Said Anne Frank. Now she looked even sadder. She was living here. She was living here all by herself in this attic. Yeah, no wonder you're not cool. You're living up here in this attic. Said Sonic to Anne Frank. But I'm scared of the Nazis. Said Anne Frank, almost ready to cry. She was so sad. sad. You have to face your fears. Said Sonic to Anne Frank. You cannot just hide up here in this attic all the time, waiting for something good to happen. Which it doesn't. You have to go and do it yourself. Show the world who you really are. That's right. (laughs) Just do it. Just do it. Do it. Make sure everyone knows who you are. Put one of those hats loud and proud. My name's Anne Frank. I've been hiding in this attic for weeks. I'm sure that if you go down the street, they might be able to, like, give you your own personal number and everything. Absolutely. (laughs) Don't put it right on your arm. Yeah, right there for everyone to see. It's no problem. Wow! (laughs) I got it now! Said Anne Frank. I am too busy being afraid of the Nazis. I need to face my fears and leave this attic. I am not just Anne Frank. I am Anne Frank the Hedgehog. (laughs) (laughs) And then she took off her headband, and big hedgehog spikes came out from the back of her head. Yeah, that's it. There's so many things you can do if you're just not afraid. You can go to Applebee's. You can use teen social media. You can buy an Xbox. You can have a penis and vagina sex. Like me and Amy. 
said Sonic to Anne Frank, <laughs> winking. Wait a minute. You can go to Applebee's, use social media, and buy an Xbox in World War II. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no problem. <laughs> vagina sex. You could, oh, and yes, have penis plus vagina. <laughs> okay. I thought that, that you Amy, can't do Amy were just friends. What? <laughs> That's what's bumming me out. So weird. Right. Why is Sonic winking to Anne Frank? <laughs> like, you can have penis plus yeah. vagina sex. Hey? Hey? <laughs> um, wow! I did not know about this new world of possibilities! I am going to start right now by leaving this attic! Said Anne Frank to Sonic. She took one step, and then another, and then enough to get to the bottom of the stairs and begin standing on the floor. <laughs> then she glowed a whole lot and smiled at Sonic. Thank you! Thank you for showing me that I should not be afraid of the Nazis! I'm gonna go to the mall! To Tails from his technology gadget. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Uh, this is Tails. I don't remember what I did for Tails. Um, Something new. Okay! Now we have to get you to Hitler's castle. It is super defended, so I can't get you into it just by the time machine. We have to get you in another way. Said Tails to Sonic in a thinking <laughs> way. Hitler was the president of Germany, so they had to be really careful yeah. and think of a good plan. <laughs> oh, maybe you can disguise this as a pizza <laughs> delivery man and sneak into Hitler's room. No, Tails, no, that will not work. You said Sonic. You're forge <clears throat> forgetting pizza was not invented yet in World War II. <laughs> <laughs> the best line. <laughs> Damn! Fuck! Pizza! Said <laughs> Tails to Sonic. I have another plan. What? This is me, right? Yes. Yeah, just get me there. outside Hitler's castle and I'll do the rest. Use the time machine now. They had to go back before World War II started because Anne Frank was during World War II and they wanted to stop World War II from happening, so they had to go back before it happened. Tails hit his buttons and Sonic just went out to a different time with a sound like whoop. Just Tails his buttons. Do you think that, do you think that they're going to address the fact that they're creating like a paradox here? Because yeah, if, Son if Sonic prevents World War II from happening, then he never meets Anne Frank and teaches her how to be cool. And then he never learns how to be a dragon. Be a dragon. I, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> we definitely need to delve into this further. Sonic appeared in front of Hitler's castle. It was big and dark gray and on top of a hill that went straight up and it was full of rocks. There was basically no way to get to it. Okay, thanks, Tails. Here's goes my plan. <laughs> Here it goes. 
Sonic balled up into a ball and started rolling forward. He rolled so fast that, using friction and magnetics, <laughs> he stuck to the hill as he rolled up it at a speed that had not been seen since, well, ever. Sonic rolled his way to the top of the hill and over the castle wall and to the door of Hitler's castle. Okay, I got to the castle, said Sonic to Tails, and then he saw that he was afraid of. Or he saw what he was afraid of. Uh, okay. Sonic saw a bunch he was of afraid of. End of sentence. Sonic saw a bunch of Nazi guards coming right behind, or coming right at him because he was invading. Ah! Oh no! This stinks! Screamed Sonic. He backed up against the door to Hitler's castle, and all of the Nazis ran right at him. They were so big and scary, and Sonic did not know what to do. They were coming right at him with the biggest and most dangerous weapons money could buy without breaking the bank. Sonic just closed his eyes and almost cried as the Nazis ran at him while he was up against the door. And almost like he did not know what he was doing, he jumped up at the last moment when the Nazis were running at him, and he avoided all of them, but they ran into the door, knocking it down. They all fell in a pile and went unconscious. Makes quick work of them. <laughs> the longest run on sentence ever. It's like half a page. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Uh, wow! It's a miracle of life! <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a miracle of life? Did he just watch a baby get pulled? <laughs> just watching Nazis fall down is a miracle of life. That's <laughs> <laughs> Sonic. Oh, he's safe and able to get inside Hitler's castle. Sonic walked over the lumpy those idiot Nazis and followed the red carpet all the way to Hitler's room. The castle was really scary inside. It was dark gray, and there were red carpets with gold parts, and there was even lava. Wow. Oh, even it's lava. It's like Bowser's castle. In addition <laughs> to. There were candles. We're in, we're in castle 8-8. Eight, eight. This, <laughs> this Bowser's castle. Look at it. There are candles yeah. lit. Lit on fire. There were candles that were lit on fire. We know what candles are lit, but we don't know what they're lit with. They could be electric candles. They could be, you know. They're candles that are lit on purple. Okay. (laughs) Sonic ran ran down to the end to a big doors and opened them. Busted open, and Sonic saw Hitler standing behind his desk. I'm here to stop you, idiot ass! Sonic ran into the room and at Hitler, but Hitler stopped him. Uh-oh. Oh, ha-ha! Who do you think you are? Whoa. I am Hitler, king of the Jews! <laughs> what? what? How offensive is this? <laughs> this is great. How many people do you think were how many how many different sects and groups do you think were affected? I am I am Hitler, King of the Jews, and I am going to destroy the world, said Hitler. Hitler looked like you would think wait, Hitler looked like you would think he would. Hitler laughed and took out a sword made of fire. Uh oh. <laughs> Prepare to meet you dead. Yeah, prepare Sonic. Prepare to beat you dead. Hitler ran at Sonic with his fire sword, and Sonic almost thought, Oh no, I am going to die right here. But then he did not. Sonic jumped over his sword and said, 
Man. Nice try, Hitler. But you are messing with the wrong hedgehog. Or I should say, Dragon. Sonic put his elbows out like he was ready to do the chicken dance. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> but instead, he started to glow and light went to him and big beams of light came out too and it made a loud sound. No! No! This can't be! The legends are true! Screamed Hitler, trying to beat off Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> trying to beat off Sonic real good. <laughs> trying to beat off Sonic with his fire sword. <laughs> Sonic kept glowing, and his shape changed into a huge, big blue dragon with green eyes. He was so big that he broke through the walls and ceiling of Hitler's bedroom. Roar! <laughs> Said Sonic. What was that? That was not a roar. That was a good roar. That was not a roar. He's got kind of a smoker's cough now. So he doesn't want to go crazy with the roaring. Not a roar. Oh, God. It's a lame roar. Said Sonic, and he breathes fire into the sky. Sonic used his big dragon claws and slashed at little tiny baby Hitler, who was looking so scared what? using his... Aw, poor Hitler. Using his fire sword now. <laughs> <Poor>. <laughs> Aw, Hitler, no! <laughs> oh, God. Uh. <laughs> the wind was blowing. Then Sonic decided enough was enough and grabbed Hitler in his claws and flew out away from Germany to Hawaii and dropped him into a volcano. Yeah, that's, that's, that makes him a lot Oh, Hitler! Shouted Sonic as he snapped a picture and flew away from the volcano and back to Germany. <laughs> On his way. <laughs> he looks back at his handiwork, tucks a little picture of it. So, Sonic got back to Germany and glowed and then turned back into a hedgehog. There! Hitler is dead! So World War II can never happen! Said Sonic to Tails through the technology. Right down through it. (laughs) Wow! Cool! That was the coolest thing I've ever seen! We will be able to use your dragon powers to get our way all the time! Said Sonic to Tails, almost crying with amazed feelings. Uh, yeah, with amazed feelings, of course. Sonic looked at himself and said, Yeah, it was cool, wasn't it? Okay, take me back to normal time now. I want to go home. Tails handed, handled his device, <laughs> and Sonic, yes, he did. And Sonic came back to Tails' room in a flash of light. I read flashlight, but all right, flash of light. <laughs> flash of light. <laughs> okay, okay. Give me that camera. <laughs> oh no! Screamed tails to wow, Sonic. Wow! Control yourself. Said Sonic to tails. <laughs> Sorry. Said tails. I'm ex. I'm exited. <laughs> I'm exited. I'm exited. Tails grabbed the camera and printed out the picture of Hitler being eaten up by the volcano. Then they ran to school, even though it was like 8 o'clock, and broke in and ran to their history classroom. Mr. Learning, here is our project! Said Tails as he handed the picture to Mr. Learning. Mr. Learning touched his glasses and looked at the picture and said, Oh my god, this is of Hitler dying. You stopped World War II from happening. Wow! Uh Uh-oh. We, we gotta we gotta do this right. We gotta yep. do it on three. Oh, oh, okay, you ready? Yeah, yeah, did you read ahead? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, okay, alright, on three. One, two, 
Yep. Yup, we, we sure did. did. <laughs> said, <laughs> said Sonic and Tails. Wait, even better. Said Sonic and Tails together at the same time to, to save time. time. Right. We wanted. Well, we wanted to make sure that saved as <laughs> right. much. Yeah, we already decided. We did thinking inside of our heads this time and come to, came to the conclusion. We paused for a quick countdown. We want to make sure we are efficient <laughs> as possible here. We don't want to waste any more of your time or our time. We've got a really long day. We don't want to waste any more time on this whole. Yep, sure we did. Thing. Well, listen, on three, we're just going to say the same thing. Are you prepared for this? Here we go. All right. They laughed and high-fived, like, at the beginning of the story. Wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 That's it. You get the biggest A ever. The project is over, and you get an A for the whole class. No one else does. Whoa. Said Mr. Suching. Yeah. Wait a minute. Oh. Didn't he? Wait. Said. Wasn't his name Mr. Learning? Mr. Learning. This is a new guy who just came in now. Oh, you know what time? It was the ripple effect. His name isn't Mr. Learning anymore oh, because shit. Hitler's dead. His name is Mr. Teaching. Yeah, everybody's learning. Okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah. And we're yeah, he remembers that. The, yet he knows they stopped World. He knows World War II was a thing because he knows they stopped it from happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I just read ahead. It's going to get screwed again. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Said Sonic. Oh, sad Tails. Oh, no. Tails. Oh, Sonic and Tails hugged, and Mr. Learning was so proud, and they went home. <laughs> Mr. Learning again now. <laughs> That's what he said. Oh, wait. Oh. Author's note, Mary Chistmas. Mary Chistmas. Mary Chistmas, everyone. <laughs> Mary Chistmas sure. in uh, July. It's Chistmas in July. Mary Chistmas, is dead, eaten up by a volcano. Probably. Oh. And Oh, it's a so there it miracle. is. Miracle. That was that was the masterpiece. Sonic the Hedgehog, World War Two Dragon. Oh, that was an epic, I gotta say. That was impressive, I feel right? Like it took a lot out of me. Yeah. Okay, well that's good because it's the end of the episode now. Oh, get it. <laughs> oh no! Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, I know. So guys, go ahead and pimp all your stuff, all your twitters and facebooks and instagrams and podcasts and whatever the hell else you have. Do it all, Johnny. Go um, ahead, take it away. All right. So we are just two pals. Well, we're just two pals. So let me take this over. We're just two pals. We're a couple of pals. Johnny, I got this. We're Johnny, at just two pals. Number two. I'll take um, over you here. Reach us individually. Randy can be at matches ten forty seven. You can reach me at Johnny Wellens. Also, if you want to shoot us an email, go ahead and hit us up at just two pals pod at gmail dot com. We're definitely happy to uh, respond to anything. I'm sorry, Randy. Did you want to say something? Yeah. So we're just two pals. Just a couple of guys. We talk about movies. That already. Listen, if you guys want to hit us up, go ahead. <laughs> shoot us an email. Shoot us a tweet. We're uh, we're 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 at just two just pals. Two pals. Yeah, we're at Just Two Pals with the Two. Um, my name's Johnny. You can hit me up at, uh, at Johnny Wellens. Randy's on Twitter somewhere, too. You could probably find him on there if you looked hard enough. Anyway, that's it, Matt. That's all we got. Also, find him at AtomicGeekdom.com. Just wanted to throw that in oh, there. Oh, that's right. AudibleSmile.com yep. slash... Uh, yeah, I put that at the begin. Yeah, I put that at the beginning. Yeah, I have uh, I have some good commercials. Got it covered though, yeah. Matt. Guys, go ahead and hit up audibletrialcom slash atomicgeekdom.com. No problem. All over. Sweet. We got it. 
Yeah. All right, All right. guys. Awesome. Thanks for Thanks having us so on, much. Matt. And uh, you'll probably be back in Justin's absence mm-hmm. because I've I've got some I've got five more weeks to fill and I've only got uh, three more people lined up. So yeah, yeah. Well, I'm happy to return. I speak for myself and say I'm happy to return. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And I'll come with Excellent. him if he's here. He thought out loud with his voice. He thought out loud with his voice. Not in his head. Not in his head. He said, and he smiled with his teeth. (laughs) Merry Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. We're out of here. Ha, ha, ooh, he, ha, ha, And I thought my jokes were bad. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com, on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, and on Twitter at 2BGpod. And find Atomic Geekdom online at atomicgeekdom.com and on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Please subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave us a nice review. It really helps us out. Thanks. Don't do anything stupid until I get back. How can I? Taking all the stupid with you.